the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters. Uh, We awaken the day. We bring everything new in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what I call the Bereshit, the beginning. Every Sunday morning, we recycle the entire week. We recycle the time, the space, our homes. We restore family. We restore hope. We restore freedom. We restore faith. We restore love and reconciliation inside our community by praising God and by calling those beautiful people to wake up, wake up the day. You heard the rooster, even though it is 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning, but it is so beautiful to wake up and to say, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. Bless my family. Bless even my enemies. The blessing of God is the best weapon that destroys all evil in the world. And this is who we are, a people of hope, faith, and love. I want to greet you all, and as usual, we start with the Bereshit. Again, as you know, the Bereshit, you all should repeat it in the beginning. Remember, in the beginning is God. In the beginning is the Word of God. In the beginning is when God saw, Vayar Elohim Vikitov. What God saw in the creation was very good. Every time, every day, the Lord created something in the seven days. He says, Vayar Elohim Kitov. And God saw that it was very good. God saw that it was very good. With that, we praise the Lord and want to pray today in a special way. As we in the Apostolic Church today, we celebrate the month of the sacred heart of Jesus. Flesh, heart, part of the body. The most important organ, most likely, I'm not sure if we debate, is the heart more important than the brain or the brain is more important than the heart? The entire body is very important. So in this holy month of June, we shall definitely praise the Lord and we thank him for he has shown us that in the essence of God's existence in our life, God has a heart. God has a heart for humanity. God has a heart to pardon us, to love us, to forgive us and to make our bodies become the temple of his Holy Spirit. And today, namely, on June 6, 2021, the church celebrates the feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ. 
And uh, with this, we want to look at our bodies in a different perspective. Our bodies as a temple of the Holy Spirit. Our bodies in harmony. Our bodies filled with light. Our bodies filled with the anticipated glory of the risen Christ. We will rise from the dead, both in body and in soul, and we shall enter into eternal life where there is no death, there is no sickness, no cancer. Guess what? No coronavirus, no vaccine needed. We will be risen bodies, and we live in the glory of God, and he will be our light for eternity. So with this, let us start the day with the very sheet and pray together with Psalm 81. God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Raise a song. Sound the tambourine, the sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon at the full moon on our feast day. And later on in the psalm, we pray. In distress you called, and I delivered you, says the Lord. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me. There shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. And at the end, the Lord tells us as well. But he should, he would feed you with the finest of the wheat and with honey from the rock. I would satisfy you, says the Lord. Amen. Good Holy Sunday morning. Today is on this beautiful Sunday morning, June 6th. Wake up, my brothers and sisters. We are getting in this month, we're going to speak about the theology of the body. So I'm telling you strategically from now on, there will be multiple episodes according to which we will speak about the human body, basically, in its theological form, the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple of God, a body that will be restored by the grace of rising from the death, just the same way our Lord Jesus Christ rose from death. And Our Lady, the Virgin Mary, Mother of God, after her death, she was assumed into heaven as we celebrate every year on August 15. With this, also the body suffers a trauma, right? The body suffers a problems. Sometimes the body suffers rape, suffers abuses. Somebody, the body suffers suicide, sickness, illness, and diseases. But we are people who have been given the authority from heaven to heal, to restore, to be washed, to be purified, to be renewed. Always when we claim the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. So without further delay, it is my utmost um, pleasure today and honor on this morning to introduce to you my special guest here with me in the studio, uh, Jessica Joy. Jessica Joy, a wonderful lady. Always young at heart. I like your T-shirt, by the way. Gonna speak about it a little bit to us. But uh, she had suffered major traumas, and I do believe she had very, very unfortunate experiences in the past. Uh, unfortunately, um, they have to do with sexual things and sensual things that she suffered from. And then, as a hero, 
claimed the Lord Jesus Christ and mm -hmm. recovered and then went to a recovery program for an entire year in one of the most mm -hmm. distinguished Christian centers for recovery um, from rape and abuses. And then she came to the Lord. And now, in fact, Jessica, uh, you help form governments, leaders, city councils um, for constitutional restoration mm -hmm. to respect the human body. And to protect the children from being exposed to bad things, which we will talk about. And uh, definitely to respect the inherited constitutional rights of Christians, namely, in a very specific yeah. way, by creating ordinances to restore the constitution for the sake of the people of faith. And in such a way, you are serving freedom mm -hmm. in general, educating children and families in general, and you're serving purposefully the respect to religious freedom. Jessica, good holy Sunday morning to you. Thank you so much for having me, Father. So tell me a little bit about your T-shirt. Um, my T-shirt says Virginity Rocks. And I saw this T-shirt on social media and so many teenagers, youth, were wearing this T-shirt. And it got my attention every time I saw it go by. So I was like, I have to get it. Because <laughs> to me, it, uh, the singleness that I have the singleness that I have been enjoying the last seven, eight years, I have not talked about. And I believe that if I don't talk about it, someone else will. And I, I want to, um, I want to give, I want to allow the beauty of the, of the current state I'm in. And that is that I am, I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship with God. Until God, until I'm a helpmate of one other person, I will honor my help. I will help honor my husband all my days of my life. So my shirt says, "Virginity rocks," because this truly is a season that I want folks to know I am fulfilled. I am so fulfilled in this season, and if I never marry, that is fine. And it's not in my hands; it's in God's hands. Jessica, um, uh, we're having a good Sunday morning, mm -hmm. you and me. And the Lord is with us for sure. I see the good countenance on your face. And I know you lived a hard life. Mm -hmm. And I know we'll get to talk about it. Um, people can go to your Facebook page, actually. They can see your full experience. We want to just keep the people a little bit in the light of divine grace. Um, when was it that the Lord Jesus Christ touched you amidst suffering, amidst pain, amidst horrible experiences. I know you were a youth leader in one of the churches, mm -hmm. and unfortunately you suffered um, a horrible experience of a rape. But I do not want to talk about this. I want to respect your privacy and give the people a chance to go to your website. When was it that the divine grace of the Lord Jesus Christ touched you personally? How did you meet Jesus? I believe um, my first encounter that I recognized that I was in need of a relationship outside of my own parents was probably third grade. And that was a time that I was introduced to also the full power of the Holy Spirit. And I, um, God was talking to me during the dreams and I would go downstairs to my mother when she would start her day with devotions and share these dreams. And it was so real to me. And I knew it was a personal relationship between me and God. And a, it, it was, it was mine. It wasn't the, uh, the relationship of my parents that was personal. And it was in, I was in third grade and it was real. And it started me down a road of 
that I'm in constant conversation with God. And even this week on my Facebook, Jessica Joy, I put, I had a, I put major breakthrough and I didn't look at my phone for a while and I came back in and people assumed that it was for something material. And I was like, this breakthrough was, I was running so fast and this door and this door was closed that God was trying to get my attention. So my breakthrough was, I'm so, I'm running so fast and God is still faithful to knock me and get my attention. Well, Jessica, God endowed you obviously and by God's grace with a physical beauty. You stand out as a beautiful lady. And, um, but you did pursue Jesus. Actually, you were a youth minister. Absolutely. And unfortunate circumstances happened. Did you ever feel betrayed by Jesus? Absolutely. I felt like if I do this, this, and this for you, God, and I pray and I fast and I am, I was sleeping at the church for like 24 hour prayer, but I wasn't supposed to be sleeping. I was supposed to be praying and the next person would come in and I'm sleeping on my Bible and the CD is skipping and I, and I would always feel guilty. And then I'd go to work a full-time job and it was like, God, I do all of these things. I, I check mark everything and this tragedy happens. And that was a part was, of my story that a lot Easter, of people, it, it was, was Easter, Easter Sunday, Sunday mm-hmm. and a tragedy happened. And unfortunately as a minor, as a young girl, you suffered this major incident of uh, rape. Um, Where was hope for you after this incident? How did you recover? Uh, There was a long cycle. As many know that you can be raised up in the body of Christ and not know the power of the cross. Can you repeat that? You could be raised up in the body of Christ, but not know the power of the cross of Christ. Absolutely. So I feel like it's almost having a car and um, because I'm always going through car problems, I know that that car is going like 15 miles per hour, but I know it has more power than that. I believe that when I say that I was in relationship as in third grade, I didn't understand the full power of that relationship and the dynamic. And, and I, it is daily that the renewing of my mind is daily But I didn't understand that I didn't, after that trauma on Easter Sunday, I didn't need to live inside the trauma, repeating the trauma, and literally making men pay for the trauma that took place, that we do live in a fallen world, and this world is not our home, and people who have been impacted by this world that it's taken out on others. That's the, the victim becomes the victimizer. And I am, I'm at a place that I can recognize that and I can love the victim and the victimizer because I've played every, I've, I hit every rung on the ladder and God still knew me and God still took me into his presence. I remember coming to cry, coming to the knowledge of God at 3031. And I told this pastor in the Denver tech center, I was like, but if I go to recovery, which I didn't know what was on the other side of that, because this had been a lifestyle, I was like, but then I'm going to probably marry a a child molester, or I'm going to, this is going to happen and this is going to take place. And why even come to a knowledge of God? If this is what I'm going to pay for, for the rest of my life. And that shopping center pastor, as in, I was seeking all these big mega churches, but it was the shopping center pastor that reached down into my world and, 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 and 
took the time to exit me from that world, that he had the space where he could laugh and say, Jessica, the youth pastor that he knew me from when I was 19, do you not understand that you that once you come into relationship, that's canceled. That's, that's canceled. gone. And that's a very yes. important thing for you to know that that, that that stamp of evil that and somehow was imposed upon you is canceled yes. by the power and the authority of heaven, by the power and the authority and the most holy name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I see you in full purity. You still kept mm-hmm. your beauty. And then you, you, you raise yourself. Of course, the, 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 I would say the cycle was hurtful. I know you got involved in so many things. It was a long journey to return from the desert into the promised land, to rediscover your beauty, to be in touch again Mm. with your body in a sane and in a holy way. Probably many people were hurt, and you probably were part of injuries for many people. But then you came to the Lord, and now you're restoring the republic's families. Mm-hmm. You're, rest- you're helping restoring the republic's families by basically creating what we call a constitutional restoration. Mm-hmm. What is a constitutional restoration? It's going back to the plumb line. When I went into that um, um, top faith-based sex trafficking recovery, that I thought I told people on the first day I got there, I'm not the I'm not here for you. I'm here for the books. <laughs> I didn't realize those who are in my life, nine girls in 1,200 square feet, that they were a part of me learning how to communicate, how to fight. I didn't realize that learning how to communicate with eight other girls in 1,200 square feet, that the listening of their hearts and the learning how to communicate helped me navigate into the political arena where things are not clear and there's so many to fight for god to fight for innocence not to fight against god no confusion that confusion is not of god and most most of the time victims of abuse they end up becoming enemies of god they get confused right because of the bad examples because of the bad apples because of the infiltrators that they abuse the name of god but then god gave you that special wisdom that from the beginning you said, I embraced the body of Christ. Now I was called to embrace his holy cross. Mm-hmm. And through the cross and the suffering on Easter Sunday, at a young age, you decided to start the way to recovery. And then you became a voice. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend? You're, you've been persecuted, in fact. That's a very horrendous type of persecution. You know, we have the mission of hope and mercy. And one of my very first awareness items was is to highlight to the former administration under President Trump the hundreds of girls that were taken to sex slavery camps mm-hmm. by ISIS. And they would enslave them on a daily basis. They would rape them. And unfortunately, it's still early morning. For those who are joining us, this is still good Sunday morning with Father Andre. And we are with a wonderful lady guest, uh, Jessica Joy. Uh, speaking about the hope of recovery and how through the embracing Absolutely. of the cross of Christ, we can recover in our own body mm-hmm. the redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here. Jessica, before we continue, we have with us on the phone uh, Susan Fox, our contributor to the show from Austria. And she always gives us updates and uh, news about the persecution. Now that we're coming to the theology of the body and how the body sometimes becomes abused. Good morning, Susan. How are you doing? Good morning, Father. How are you? Uh, doing great. Happy Feast Day for the solemnity of uh, the most holy body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. What do we have around wow. the world from the Christian world? Okay, first reminder about uh, the mission of hopeandmercy.org. 
uh, please remember to donate. We fight uh, religious persecution and injustice throughout the world, and including the United States. Um, I'm talking about uh, the South Sudan today. They had a civil war from 2013 to 2020. It was a very, very bloody war. And um, when it was over in 2019, the Pope kissed the feet of the leaders of the unified government and begged them to keep the peace. Keep the peace, he said. And he kissed, bent down, kneeled, and kissed their feet. Well, now what happened on April 26th is pretty bad. There's a diocese in the south of Sudan called Rumbek. And they had been without a bishop for 10 years. They had an administrator. And the bishop-elect was Christian Calasser. He's Italian uh, priest, and um, he basically was uh, coming to be ordained bishop on Pentecost, May 23rd. And he was shot. They broke into his hotel room, and they wow. shot him in the leg. I, I remember I spoke times. about that, Susan. Yeah, that few months back, he was shot. Did he recover? Is he okay now? And I know they, 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 he, they, yes. they finally He's installed him as a bishop. He forgave the, um, he forgave the uh, attackers immediately. And, in fact, when they came in, he tried to talk to them, but they wouldn't listen. Um, however, it appears that uh, the people responsible— Oh, there's a very humorous story. One of the attackers dropped his phone, and Father fell on it after he was shot. And the phone had the names of the people who'd hired him. Oh, my God. To do the job. And there was 12, um, 12 people connected to his own future diocese who had been involved, including, uh, well, he's been arrested anyway. Uh, allegedly, Somebody the administrator the was church? involved. Oh, my God, Susan. Susan, thank and, you so very um, much. I really appreciate yeah. it. We have, we have a few minutes to um, continue, but this is a very important theme that you brought up. You see, that's a bishop, for God's sake. That's a man who was elected yes. by the Pope to be a bishop, and all of a sudden he's yes. shot, and then people from within his church betrayed him, and we pray for his definitely recovery, and now he's been um, reinstalled, and he forgave his enemies. And Jessica, uh, with us this morning here, talking, did you forgive your enemy, Jessica? Did you forgive? That was a beautiful process of, I had, uh, that was a beautiful process of, I looked him up during my time of falling away from God in Los Angeles, and I had seen that this gentleman had been killed, and that his record went back far before he met me, and that he had lived a life up to beyond me, and he... (laughs) And it looks like he died in prison and that I'm guessing that maybe he didn't have a time of redemption. And when I truly found how awesome it is to to walk in the redemption of yourself and then want it for everybody else, I had that moment of mourning that I felt like the saddest part, maybe assuming that he wasn't in a relationship with God, is that he didn't get to play out his story of redemption on a stage and how much I would have loved to have Tell him met. personally yes, and met him and to forgive him. I saw a woman on a stage with her rapist and um, in another scenario and the story of forgiveness. And I was like, I wish I had that moment to declare it from the mountaintops of how much I do love this, the, the, the man who's been purchasing sex. And I do love the man who has, has acted out on others. What was done to him. I love them equally as I, I, I find such a great love for them versus let's say I family promise, policymakers. I promise you today, 
early when I celebrate my Holy Mass, I will pray and I will offer the Holy Mass for the redemption of his soul because it is what you desire. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a very important step of your healing and for recovery in the name of our Lord Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ that you know that he knows even though he's dead, which is a very unique story. What an incident. You know, there is a story in Italy with Santa Maria Goretti, a young girl who's on a day of her first communion. She was stabbed by a young man who tried to rape her 27 times and she forgave him. And she told him, Jesus will not love that. Jesus will not like that. She appeared to him in jail, in fact, as she died. Mm-hmm. to tell him, to assure him of her forgiveness to him. This is heroic, Jessica. I'm beautiful. sorry for your pain, but you're not a victim. You're mm-hmm. a hero. You embrace the cross of Christ and uh, restore us, O oh God. Let your face shine that we may be saved and with us being saved. We actually save our enemies in the pure and most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing you another time on the show, Jessica. And I want us to conclude with you with this uh, little prayer Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. André.